Hey guys, and welcome again to Reframed by Mustard. We were away last week, but this week are back to normal with an episode about celebrities' increasing involvement in large and later stage investment entities, which we know as private equity firms. Earlier in the year, we wrote an article in response to Kim Kardashian's co-founding of Sky Partners, which we considered an unprecedented move for a celebrity or influencer then. But since then, and the firms founded in September 22, we've seen former NBA star Camilo Anthony set up a $750 million PE firm with ISOS Capital. That was in February. And former tennis player Venus Williams joined Topspin, a PE firm focused on consumer brands as an operating partner. That was just in early March. We titled our article, Is Kim Kardashian Thinking Two Steps Ahead? And should Africa and others catch up? Well, in today's podcast, we're asking this question and analyzing if we're actually seeing a trend or just reading far too much into all of this. Please do us a favor by following and rating us on your podcast player of choice and sharing this podcast with others. Doing both of these things will help us massively and we will thank you from a distance. But for now, I will leave you with today's podcast. So absolute vibe, um, completely talking about, so obviously I wrote something a while ago about Kim Kardashian and Sky Partners, right? If you remember, Kim Kardashian Sky Partners, uh, she um, got together with uh, a former... What's the name? A former, was it TPG? It was a former TPG guy. No, former Carlisle guy called Jay yeah. Simmons. Um, and for me, I saw it as unprecedented. It kind of, it was there. I saw the article in like Rolling Stones or something. It was there. And then it kind of just went under the surface a bit. Like it wasn't a big hoorah. I didn't see a lot of stuff on it around, around LinkedIn, which normally would just go, oh, look, we're just going to. But essentially, you know, like, we wrote an article saying is is basically it's called is Kim Kardashian thinking two steps ahead and should Africa and others catch up and really it wasn't even just to Africa is should others catch up um there was a podcast about it as well but now recently we've got um Carmelo Anthony you sent me something Carmelo Anthony Carmelo Anthony um has started a P firm or he's merged with a P firm right is it ISO 7 group um, yeah he's merged with a P firm um it seems to be around sp- Sports kind of buying. Remind me, is it sports rights? I think it's. I think it's sports media entertainment. Sports media entertainment. So it's like, like, and 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 when we're talking about PE firm, right? Like, I mean, I I can't remember what they're trying to raise at Sky Partners. We just know it's PE and it's growth. Um, Carmelo Anthony's gig. We're talking about seven hundred and fifty million. So we're definitely not talking about. I mean, even though there are VC firms like US VC firms that could have that amount, but we're really not. We're not talking about small numbers, right? These are definitely P numbers. Um, yeah. The question is, what's going on? And I know there's some stuff around sports that, that that you you know have dabbled in and what have you. But the question is like, what is going on? And I don't want to say are we the only ones seeing something here? Are we, let's say are we reading too much into it in saying that, in particular, the conclusions on on our article talking about that actually there is this thing as we like to call this kind of beats by dream, there's something behind this beats by dream model using uh, celebrities, influencers. Um, I know the all in podcast guy spoke about um, Mr. Beast founding a burger, like beast burger. And it was like the most successful launch event um, in a restaurant history or something like that. Like, are we reading something into it? Are we, is this some kind of prediction that is like, uh, yeah, are we just being, over the top, overly hype. Do we care about brands too much, or is there something going on here, basically? Yeah. Well, I think this is probably um, a natural reaction to something that started probably 15 years ago, mm. which was um, celebrities, especially musicians, um, creating what would then become billion dollar brands globally. Okay. So you look at Jay Z. You okay. look at Rihanna and Fenty. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So Jay-Z, you'd say, you could argue that it started with Rockaway, which did not become a billion dollar brand, but I think it was a foundation. But then all the stuff he did in alcohol with, um, I, I think it was vodka, whatever he did. Um, then you're looking at 
um, what he did with De at Def Jam, and these are all sort of. But but he begins to transition away from just album sales and and merch and um, and concerts to then striking B two B almost B two B business deals, right in the alcohol space. Yes, in the music space with Tidal, um, but also you know before that at Def Jam, and so the power then of um, that, that star power and its ability to translate into different types of business verticals has started to become evident. Then you saw Rihanna doing that more recently with uh, Fenty, Breakout Success, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow um, with, with Goob. And so I think it, it's become undeniable now that these, if you're at the upper echelon, the top sort of 0.1% of star power, and then with the advent of social media and just the sheer numbers these people are doing um, in terms of followership and ability to turn that and target it towards any consumer facing vertical mm -hmm. and even some B2B verticals has just been proven out. And so I think this is probably a natural um, step, right? And then you've got a lot of the athletes um, and also a lot of the musicians in the States starting to set up their own VC funds. Yeah, And the access to deal flow that you got, this started probably five, six years ago. Mm. And the access to deal flow that they got, um, well, actually started before then. Yeah. It started Nas, to become known five, Nas six years ago. was one of the earliest, was he, with his... Um, uh, Queensbridge. Queen. I think he probably was. I think okay. he probably was. And so this idea, that's a good point. This idea of um, the star power and the talent matching up with some sort of seasoned um, investor, right? Mm. Um, and, and, and what that can do for deal origination... Um, because people want to be associated with the star, especially if they're focused on relevant vertical. Um, and then also just what they can do to push some of the brands behind it. Snoop did the same thing. Yeah. Um, and so I think it started off in VC, it started off in business, mm -hmm. then it went to VC. And now it's no surprise really that it's starting to go into the private equity space. So I think this is a continuum. Interesting. No, no, it's, it's actually yeah interesting you go back to that because actually I think if you if you think about like the nineties, um, with you know what Puff Daddy then, you know, Bad Boy for Life etc. Talking about essentially right, I know yeah more, more money more problems but essentially they were trying to like the best rappers or the biggest rappers it was about yes it was about bling but actually it was almost about something different because it was you had your you know, gangster rap and what have you, but actually you had rap that was kind of almost epitomized by Puff Daddy, which is about, I'm a businessman. I've got business. I've got da da da. And even, you know, I mean, uh, what was it? Dirt Off Your Shoulder with Jay-Z, 4040 Club, ESPN on the screen. He's talking about 4040 Club. He's talking about the different drinks I'll bring out. So it's, yeah, actually I haven't heard, that makes a lot of sense. I haven't heard that before when you're talking about, you're looking at, basically it's almost the, the successes or two streams, the successes of um, the businesses that have come around. And I think, yeah, the pioneers of that, of those things would be Puff Daddy um, or P Diddy, um, Jay-Z. Um, probably those are the two that really, really stick out. I think maybe there's others, but those are the two that stick out. And that's not about tech. It's just business, so to speak. Right? Yeah. And, um, and when we say the, the pioneers, we're talking about, because I mean, People saying since the 80s, rappers have had multiple enterprises going on. But I think yeah. you're right. The the, the Diddy's and the um, the Jay-Z's started to popularize it. Yeah. Right? And they started to break out. It wasn't just owning, um, you know, a fast food chain or yeah. a chain of car washes or whatever the case may be. It was actually doing this on a sort of global stage. Correct. Making um, brands, at, right? At, the, at a high level, creating brands. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think it's a natural inclination. So Chamath... Um, you're right, Chamath from All In. Yeah. Uh, he just said, "Listen, it's essentially by involving these these superstars in these uh, investment vehicles, it's subsidized CAC, it's yeah, subsidized, yeah, yeah, subsidized yeah, yeah. Customer, customer acquisition, acquisition costs. Cost. Exactly. Right, because you just bring, in theory, you bring their entire following. Well, no, um, no, not even that. Not even that. I mean, I mean, I mean, just just look at it this way, right? Um, uh, sorry to interject, but you've got." Um, Kim Kardashian, who he was speaking about with Sky Partners, she has a following of 300 million. I think that's, I, th I don't know if that's total or just on Instagram, but like a, normally a base, a base, like literally you've basically done nothing. Conversion rate is 2%. Like if, if she, if it's not even that compelling, 
she could get six million people to right. convert to something, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so what I meant is, you, you bring their entire following as a as a target, uh, yeah. as a as a TAM, right? Yeah. You're not necessarily having them all be customers, yeah, true, but you're true, starting true, off true, with true. a captive audience of hundreds of millions of people yeah, that totally are market, that definitely. are that are fanatic by definition. Yeah. Um, right. And so, what can you point them towards? Right. Even just getting a sliver of that. Uh, in terms of conversion rates for any uh, consumer product is good. Now, I think with across these different investment funds and celebrities, there's going to be varying levels of involvement and yeah. frankly, sophistication around the actual business. Mm -hmm. Some of them are probably going to be a lot smarter than people give them credit for um, and will probably be involved actually in the, in the deal origination and some of the deals leading up some of the initiatives. But a lot of them will just be figureheads. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel we should actually mention Ashton Kutcher because he. Yeah. Actually, he, he, might, he barely he, was, he barely acts anymore, but he was one of the first people to I, I think, think start was. doing VC very seriously. Hundred percent. I think he was earlier um, than us. With um, yeah. I think he was and, investing and then he incorporated into Sound Ventures. I think he was earlier than us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think I see him, um, and I also see, um, oh god, his name is escaping me now. The, uh, Andre Guadala uh, oh, okay, in the NBA. Okay, okay. I see those guys as operators um, mm. who are star power people, but also, and Gwyneth Paltrow at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they're operators um, who bring their star power, but also bring business now and acumen 100%. and are actually getting involved in the guts of what they're doing. And then I think there's Snoop and other people like that who are probably just marketing machines. Yeah. So just appearing in this ad. Um, doesn't take much for Snoop to promote something, right? But I don't know how much he's in the guts of the business, talking about customer acquisition cost and run rates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you get others, I, I, you know, who maybe are like more sort of M and A machines, right? So strategic partnership machines. Mm. I think um, Dre and Jimmy Iovine, if you've seen the the, the documentary, yeah, you know, they yeah, were yeah, they, yeah. they were pretty involved in striking the partnerships, particularly Iovine. Hundred um, percent. And so so there's going to be different roles. That these celebrity led that these celebrities play in these celebrity led investment vehicles, mm. um, from doing nothing to being a marketing engine to being a strategic M and A business development engine within their sphere mm. of competence to actually I'm an operator and I'm helping to actually drive this thing forward. Yeah, yeah. So it remains to be seen. Um, you know, and I think that, that, that makes sense, right? So what I'm curious to see is how these funds actually, um, what their strategy is in a more sort of, you know, how their strategy plays out, right? What yeah. portfolio companies are they actually going for? Um, how many investments are they making across the portfolio? How realistic is it for the uh, celebrity um, in a partner to actually get involved across that portfolio? Are they going to pick one or two companies to actually push forward? Uh, and it starts to enter this sort of, realm a little bit of jeopardy in terms of um, the reputation of celebrity, you and I have spoken about this quite a lot, is there is a risk of overexposure um, and erosion of the celebrity star power if spread across very, very many brands too thinly. Yeah. You know, this week you're promoting a washing powder, next week you're at the post office, then, then the week after that, what, what, the, the, there's some sort of, um, I, I, you know, I, I, there's a children's I, toy that you're promoting. I, I actually want to so speak to that. Be, I, I, yeah. I actually want to speak to that because, yeah, I remember speaking about that and, and I agree with that. But actually, like thoughts and, you know, as we're going through and working with celebrities and the ventures we're building, right? And also, in, and actually speaking to some investors, I was actually speaking to somebody last night and, 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 and that was, this thing came up. Um, but, you know, just as you go through the run the mill, the really interesting thing is, right, <clears throat> What we have to recognize is we're not talking about, and yes, okay, Mr. Beast is a new celebrity and, and a new person, right? But I think like there's, when we're talking about people who can, um, who are setting up VCs and who are now setting up, you know, or, or you know, or co-founding private equity companies, this is not um, the guy who's been in entertainment for like two years or five years. The, we're talking about people who've, who are mature in entertainment. They've built a a brand right that, that that's basically what it they built a brand an aesthetic a 
a um and i'm really moving away from reputation because when we say reputation we tend to think of like you know um he's been good with his money or what have you or or, or, or he hasn't gone to jail or something like that i think it's star power yeah yeah but you know it's just that but, but my thing is they've built a brand let's use gwyneth paltrow right gwyneth paltrow and goop when you look at goop it it just bleeds gwyneth paltrow before goop right she was like like she was goop right she was talking about she had a lifestyle she had you know her acting roles how she carried herself it was all about right that goop lifestyle and what she's done is she's now she's now manifested something commercially that taps into that and aligns with that and i think and i think when you i think there's two different things when we're talking about the investor ashton kutcher the investor um, and maybe Nas the investor, right? Like Nas and Coinbase, which is his big success. Like, does he align with Coinbase? I mean, other than its tech might be interesting. Like, he doesn't actually align with it. But I think when we go towards, when you look at um, um, when a celebrity, whether they found in something, such as Beats, Beats by Dre, or let's say when they're setting something up, such as Sky Partners, where Kim Kardashian is now saying it's stuff in really... Um, social and entertainment and, and, and digital thing. It's like she can quote unquote spread herself thin in those areas because she, that's where all her connections are. That's where all her like brand has been built. So she can do a million things in that area and all each and every one of them can just be a, a, a different, slightly different manifestation of her actual brand. Right. But yes, it is different if she then starts holding up, Hey, you know, visit the post office, right? And, and and this is the thing, right? We we had this in terms of brand ambassadors. Like, okay, if I just need the cash, fine. I will hold up a children's book even though I'm a gangster rapper, right? But actually, what I'd rather do if I don't need the cash is sell me a Hip-hop is for the children. It's for the children, right? It's for the <laughs> children, right? Hey, um, um, it's like I, th- I think about Mr. T saying one time he did them advert. He said, hey, stay in school. And it's like, ODB. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool, right? You know what I mean? But it's like, it's like it, this is not, and this is where we have to differentiate. This is not, we're not talking about brand ambassadors here, right? We're actually talking about people, as you said, who are putting their reputation, everything on the line. And, and, and the, but even in a brand ambassadorship, the important thing was to say, like, if you had a product, you would say, who is the person that, whose brand, whose personality aligns best with this product, right? And then, and then you push it to them. Snoop Dogg is doing funnel it. No surprise, he's doing cannabis, right? All, all these stuff is doing cannabis. So, so yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but I was just like, because I think there, I think there is method. Two things: there's there's the more mature um, um, celebrity or influencer who actually is get is going towards these big deals, um, and then secondly, I think they're able to do as many deals as they want. And even potentially found as many things as they want within their capacity, because um, I think the really smart ones are doing things that are aligned with them, as opposed to, oh, there's a new Facebook, let's let's put money in. If that makes sense. Uh, <clears throat> well, I I would I would bifurcate them. So I think on one hand, if you get somebody like Snoop, where a lot of his value add is going to be, look, I'm sure Snoop is is I mean, he's clearly an intelligent guy, but I I don't know how much he cares about the finer points of you know. Mm-hmm returning an investment fund right yeah um i think he, he what he brings is is pure star power unadulterated yeah. right and so i do think you're right like anything that's consumer facing that he naturally would use in his life because i think he's i think he's been the face of um mobile phones i think he's been the face just of eat. some sort just of like eat as well just eat yeah yeah so i mean you know <laughs> make calls you're eating you know you're smoking some you know some 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 weed um, these are things that Snoop does publicly and yeah. famously, right? So you're right. Anything that he touches in his day-to-day life um, could potentially be something that he he can push and yeah. push very effectively. Um, I don't think you can limit celebrities necessarily to that, right? Because there are certain people who who are who who are really, if they weren't celebrities, would probably be business people anyway, mm-hmm. right? And so I think there are also other celebrities where yeah, it, it perfectly fine, right? Go into a, a blockchain-based payments system or whatever the case may be. Um, but I think that a lot of the, a, another aspect of involving a celebrity is, um, is, is actually reputation, right? Because 
there's a lot of quite as it's kept shenanigans occurring in some of these these funds right we've we we had an episode just now on on ftx and all the funds that were invested in that yeah um but but whenever there's a new big opportunity one of the benefits perceived benefits of involving a celebrity is that they have something to lose Mm -hmm. if anything goes wrong right so they're lending their name and attaching their name to it this is a known entity they're going to scramble to try and make sure that their reputation is preserved and therefore they will do whatever it takes to try and make this successful that is a perception that doesn't always pan out but it gives people a warm and fuzzy feeling sometimes as an lp um particularly um uh, i would say tourists in the lp space okay who aren't you know who who are sort that's, of that's new money or whatever tourism, the case may be yeah um you know there's a warm and fuzzy feeling when uh, a celebrity uh whose reputation uh, is considered um worthy of protection is lends their name towards a project of any kind yeah. right um if kim kardashian's putting a name to this she's got tons of money she does not want it to be a flop right mm-hmm. now we we have also seen celebrities lend their names to things which have gone up in flames right um looking at fire festival things of that nature yeah so sure. it doesn't always work out um, but I think that's an added benefit or perceived benefit anyway of involving some of these celebrities in these in these um in these projects. Okay, so here's two questions, right? Why yeah, the first celebrity I to my knowledge who became affiliated to a PE firm, right? Or or, or set up a PE firm. And obviously sometimes the difference, you know, the lines blur between P and and VC, you know even the stages. I mean, the only thing we can say with PE is that they're not going to be, it should not be involved in any um, early state. Well, their ticket size should be higher and they shouldn't be involved in any early stage. They should be involved in things that are, that have shown some traction, at least if we talk about private equity. My question is, um, first question, maybe it's an easier one, which is why have we only heard, or why have I maybe only heard of two celebrities founded a PE firm? So why, or, or, or doing something in a PE firm, why have we not heard of more? And secondly, um, Kim Kardashian and Carmelo Anthony are not two people are put in the same bucket. I'll be honest, I was quite surprised with Carmelo Anthony, but why those two? right why not why not why not others is there something about maybe kim or is there something about camilla but i think the bigger question is why have we only heard of two celebrities who are, who have got involved in, in in private equity which normally unlike vc which can feel quite rock star p is normally defined by its um prudence i would say yeah i think that's probably that's probably you you started to answer the question right i think vc traditionally it's startup disruption, consumer-facing, oftentimes. Those are the famous VC-backed companies you hear about are, you know, big, sexy, consumer-facing brands where a celebrity can come in and quite easily move the needle around marketing and customer acquisition for that sort of company. Whereas PE traditionally is, quote-unquote, more boring, oftentimes B2B, sometimes, oftentimes consumer-facing, but not you know, the company's often been, been in existence for 5, 10, 15, 20 years by the time a private equity fund is interested. And so, um, you know, to what extent are celebrities relevant to the traditional bog standard private equity target, right? uh, let alone across the portfolio? But maybe what we see now is celebrities have reached a certain altitude and with um, just social media maturing, um, the, it's, it's not just having followers now. We've seen time and time again how those followers can turn into massive amounts of revenue and value. Mm-hmm. And they can be pointed towards something beyond the celebrity themselves. And I think that maybe it's just a maturation of that theme to the point now where a PE fund that wants to do something that is primarily consumer-facing can now see as a proven model that actually Kim Kardashian is so big now that almost anything she associates herself with will have some sort of unfair advantage, at least for a while. 
Mm. Right. And so maybe it's just a, a recognition finally of PE that, um, you know what, the social media um, celebrity space is something that can be applicable to even private equity businesses. Now, also, we have to look at what the strategies are of these PE funds. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't think Kim Kardashian is particularly real estate, particularly relevant for some, um, you know, uh, uh, deep tech um, space <laughs> fusion. Just trying to find fun, the right? find yeah. the buzzwords. You um, because I, you know, apart from money. You know, I don't know what she's, what her interest is there and what her leverage is, but yeah, they're going for a place where she's just so dominant, right? Mm. Um, social, consumer goods, lifestyle. Yeah. And so there's a lot of money to be made <clears throat> in those spaces. And there's maybe areas which used to be niches, which were more VC kind of focused, which are now becoming these big established, um, enduring companies that private equity funds like to target. So I think it's just a maturation of this social media consumer-led um, or social media-led consumer space, hmm. um, which has now uh, shown itself to be um, something that's going to be capable of, of, of basing long-term stable return type businesses on. Hmm. And that's attractive for PE. That's my assumption. No, no, no. I, I agree. I, I, I guess, yeah, I, I, I would probably say that I don't think there are many in in traditional PE. Um, and I don't even think there are that many in, at least I can say Africa VC, but I would also say traditional VC who, who have actually cottoned on to the star power element. I think we understand ambassadors. I think we understand marketing with them. I think there's a different thing found in something with them. That's a different thing. And I think... Um, and that's found in a company, tech or otherwise, with them. I think that's a different thing. And then after, it's, it's a very different thing now. Now, um, saying that they have the value as, as you say, kind of like an operator to actually, you know, um, partake in a PE firm. But so, so, so I would probably say we've only heard of two because that, you know, really they're going to be. LPs and GPs sitting on the fence and going, okay, well, let me see how this goes. You've got maybe 10 years, five years. So I think in 10 years, if these are successful, at least in returning, um, you know, around about what they said they will return um, over 10 years, then I think we'll probably see more of them. And I think that's the same with, with anything. You know, I think, I think it's a growing industry um, or growing strategy. My question would be, my question would be, could, and maybe this is, this is a broader thing now, could we, could we be on the cusp of a change in, let's just stick to consumer B2C, a change in consumer landscape now, right? Um, obviously with the Kim Kardashian thing, with the comments and the, I still think that um, there's different strokes for different folks. Um, there are, you know, Beats by Dre, massive endeavor. I think probably would have sunk a lot of capital in because it's hardware. Um, but I think Mr. Beast's Beast Burger, yes, capital in operations otherwise, but probably not as big an endeavor or as or as um, supposedly risky an endeavor as Beats by Dre. I think Logan Paul's got a few things, KSI. I mean, these are really kind of relatively speaking baby influencers relatively speaking um and and influ and people have come up through really through through social media through through youtube and otherwise right um but are we seeing are we on the cusp of seeing a different landscape right is 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 the traditional um i guess there's two things i guess there's three things uh, it, 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 can we break things down into influencer founded company which normally has an existing audience that is based around an influencer, um, a tech-founded company, which has some, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or famous kind of 
you know, or or, or, or or seemingly, you know, kind of personality personality around it, who was not famous before, but now has comes into prominence because they're very good at telling their story somehow, or people are good at telling a story around them. So good at telling their story, Sam Bankman-Fried and Adam Neumann. People are good at telling a story around them, Mark Zuckerberg, right? Um, versus the more traditional, it's taken however many years, not VC funded, but here it is, um, consumer company. This is your normal consumer company. I'm trying. I'm struggling to think of a name, but but if if we think of those three areas, are you know? Can you say? And I'm, I'm I'm orchestrating things now. Can we say that there was in the VC era there was a move towards away from non VC funded traditional take your time get there um, companies towards the VC backed company and the growth, rapid growth of those. And then can we say, if that era existed, can we now say that maybe we're very on the early, nascently early on the cusp of a new era, which is this influencer-led company um, and its growth? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I don't think there's that much that's changed. Okay. In general. I think where the media chooses to focus its lens. True, true. Is changing. I mean, ever since George Foreman did the George Foreman grill, there's been- I'm so proud of it. I put my name on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> ever since that, ever oh, since that, God. there's been, I mean, he was an influencer, right? That was influencer correct, marketing, correct. wasn't it? Was box, it? Yeah. And, and, and so the idea of putting a celebrity or an influential person in front of a product in order to sell it is not new. It's just that we call it influencer now because yeah. it, it it's just on social media, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. because, and because um, one does no longer has to, one no longer has to be in Hollywood or um, yes. so it's know, been famous made, on such a large scale it's been to be able to be an right? influencer. Yeah, yeah, it's been mainstream to some extent, right? So yeah. that's that's but that's just a I think that's just more of an evolution rather than a like a a massive change in, in theme. Yeah. yeah. Right. Also with this VC backed um startup craze, that's again, what percentage of all businesses that are True. earning a million dollars annually are VC backed? Probably smaller but. percentage than you think. But, 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 if I may, that's true. So I agree with you, you've got the media lens, but um, if we now look at um, their representation in either the stock market or the most valuable private companies, they are, compared to their age and what have you, right, they are, I would say they're relatively overrepresented, right, in, in, in compared to their age and the statistics around their age and and otherwise, so so, so it's because of yes, I agree with the media, but essentially, there's been a lot of dollars being pushed towards those companies, which has which has pushed them rightly or wrongly yeah. to those areas. So two things on that. One thing is you're right. That's what's changed is that now the barriers to entry to starting a company in general are lower than they ever have been. Yeah. Right. It used to be very expensive, um, and technically intensive to start any reasonably sized company. Yeah. Now, because of the fuel of social media and some celebrity power which has always been there and also just it's the 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 suite of tools available to you it's 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 making it easier to connect opportunity and talent and potential with real outcomes quite quickly Mm -hmm. potentially right but having said that looking at a lot of these big you know like the facebook's and the ubers they actually were operating for quite some time before they hit their their steady state right yes there's a perception that they started today, and then within a week they Tomorrow, were they were they were worth a billion. But still faster that, than that, they they were v- extremely quick, correct, extremely yeah, quick. Correct. Um, but you know, the, these guys have been working on these companies for oftentimes ten years before they hit like a certain inflection point. Yeah. Still, then within ten years, a very short period of time, you're up, you're competing against companies that have been around for decades and decades, and you're taking them over, right? Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I think that's probably what the biggest shift has been um, around social media and tech is truncating the timeline to be able to to actually enter the market and compete with or even overtake an incumbent. Mm-hmm. But the fundamental ingredients of that, I don't think, are particularly different. Yes. So when you talk about a shift in consumer behavior, I don't no, think no, consumers no, 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 have no, changed that much. Behavior. I don't think that, yeah. 
not in consumer behavior. So, so I think we're aligned. Yeah. And I, I, let me clarify my point and 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 um, and maybe re-ask the question because I agree with everything you said. I said George Foreman. <laughs> You know, he put his name on it a long time ago, right? He put, <laughs> he put his name on it a long time ago. Right? That was probably the 90s, I think. Maybe it could have yeah. been the 80s, but it was at least the 90s. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you're right. And But my point is, look how many George Foreman, because he founded that company. Now, okay, let's be right. This was more like a Beats by Dre in terms of there was some operators and other guys around him. And he's like, hey, you know what? I love drilling. You know what? Let's, let's, make, a, let's make a grill, right? So he founded that company, the Beats by Dre model. But I can't name many companies that were founded by, and that doesn't mean they don't exist. It just means that there just weren't as many. And at least the media lens wasn't on them because there was something else to capture in their attention, right? Media lens, <clears throat> the media lens in the noughties, mid-noughties, onwards up and even still to today really has been on um the the founder the really smart founder who does computer science now to get into computer science is like i'm probably stanford computer science is is probably the the hardest course to get into right and to be honest you need to probably be there for a year then afterwards you need to follow the proper journey and and found something and then leave right what they call you drop out right be there for a year drop out go and get VC funding and fail most likely or succeed, right? But that story has, money has been put behind that story. And all of a sudden now, you know, you start finding people who are like, yeah, I was at Princeton and dropped out. I was at Harvard and dropped out. Or I went to Harvard in computer science. And that's been pushing people towards there. But my question now is, <clears throat> are we on the cusp of the area where the story is, I went on YouTube, I started pushing out loads and loads and loads and loads of videos. I got a following of a million people. And then I started a company. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. I think that it's a good point. I think the, it, it used to be start a company and then see what you can do to get as much attention as possible. Correct. And now the reverse engineering of starting, finding out where the attention is and building a company around that. Yeah. That yeah. is, I think, and, 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 and at, even, least, at and, least at least to this extent, it seems to be reaching a new level. Hundred percent, and and even before, even before, so so before it was start a company. I like your thinking. Start a company, um, you know, find a product, do the market fit, get money, and then get debt or raise capital. Right. The 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 other area was like basically get some degree or some status that shows some level of intellect then get money, then found the company. That's VC, right? So so, you, so actually, I'm going to go back on something that I said okay. earlier on. I've disagreed with myself. Okay. I do, think, I do think there has been quite a fundamental change in consumer behavior. Okay. The, the, the consumers still want the same things, but what has changed is attention is harder to get now than it ever 100%. has been by, by orders of magnitude. 100%. Which is what has caused the ability for people to hold attention in whatever way, shape, or form, and then to retrofit businesses around those people mm -hmm. is now, I don't think that would have existed to this extent 10, 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. By the way, attention is also the same reason I think these private equity funds are starting to try and leverage these celebrities. There are so many private equity funds being set up now competing oh, that's true. for LP capital. That's true. And that's true. differentiation is uh, a big part of how they raise their own funding. Yeah. And so I think um, that also explains to some extent why, why this is starting to creep up. And I think you're right. We probably will see, um, we'll see a, uh, an increase in private equity funds doing some form of partnership with celebrities because attention now is gold, right? Yeah. Because of social media, because of connectivity, every, there's so much noise out there. Um, it's very difficult now to 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 create attention organically mm. within any reasonable amount of time frame, at the scale required for something to become a multi-billion-dollar business. Correct. And so you go to people who are good at attracting attention, and then you can build a lot of things around them. So actually, I do think 100%. that's probably the defining trend of not just consumer-led business at the moment, but also how private equity and VC approaches consumer-led businesses. 100%, 100%. And I think, I think that actually, no, I agree with you 100%, because I think it even goes towards the thing that, that, that we say, which is, in essence, like, 
the money and the you know the money and the revenue and whatever goes towards those who can move audiences right and it says and in and in essence we're in the game nowadays you know george foreman look honestly george foreman grill which i think it was a great example you bring it up george but you know what's really interesting about george foreman grill because it is he is a celebrity and it's good to look back at how we thought about it then right um nobody at least okay i was quite young at that time but nobody i didn't really hear anything about valuation i don't know what its peak valuation is i don't think it ipo'd i don't think it ipo'd right doubt it i don't think that was even the intent for its ipo right um i would assume it raised capital i would assume it at least raised debt at some point because obviously it was it was hardware there was supply chain stuff like that but like that wasn't even the story and the thing is now the story is in the vc era in the zuckerberg you know created and you know whatever created era the story was um unicorn billion dollar company right yeah um now we've got even billion dollar companies that don't even need to be on the stock exchange right it's i.e stripe right which i think is the largest or amongst the largest privately owned billion dollar companies and really if if now you're talking about large monies and you're talking about and you want to get a multiple on 750 million dollars which is what Carmelo Anthony has raised right with with ISOS you are talking about billion 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 dollar companies to get a billion dollars it's really you're not going to get a billion dollars from one person you're going to get pennies on the pound from many many people over a period of time right also there's a the perceived value and the brand value fine but let's just talk about the economics for a second it's it's getting pennies or pounds on on, on thing or pennies on a pound from several people over a consistent period of time to do that you have to move audiences and to move audiences you have to go to those who've been doing it right yeah a couple of segues here go one just been doing some research turns out george foreman did not invent the george foreman girl <gasps> scandalous maybe oh my gosh day. i've lost but i respects. think what did he, he did he did he just oh actually to be fair to be fair he told us that he's so proud of it he put his he name put on his it. name on it there we go. We were Hidden in plain sight. There we go. Um, secondly, just as a, as a quick point, you're right. This obsession now with so-called unicorns and the confusion around what a unicorn is, right? People talk about a unicorn. It used to be just a, a business that is still private that is valued at over a billion dollars. And now anything that's over a billion dollars is considered a unicorn. Also, what do you mean by a billion dollar company? Do you that's mean true. net present value? Do you mean a billion in revenue? So there's a lot of confusion around that, but people sort of chase this mythical, literally mythical yeah. <laughs> unicorn status, right? Yeah. And I think you're right. It's been, it's, but again, you know, what percentage of all businesses, there are businesses out there that are doing 50 mil a year. Yeah. 10 mil a year. Yeah. Extremely profitable. Mm -hmm. 100 mil a year that aren't known. And aren't they tend to be B two B valued right? at a billion dollars? Um, I think there are there are there are B two B businesses. I think there are B two C businesses that are doing oh, that. Of course, there must be. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I think this obsession with um, Silicon Valley VC backed billion dollar companies, whatever that means, yeah, um, yeah. has has take is, is is shifting a little bit our um, the it, it's shifting away from the reality of of um, where business is actually right now 100 percent, right and and what um, and actually almost like it's shifting away from i'm sure what business is as well and and but yeah. but but in the end of it like you know because as you said like is it is it net present value is it is it is it revenue is it what have you um is it whatever the last person paid for it obviously that is basically what it is especially if it's private um or the last person paid for shares so <clears throat> i think that i think maybe the it is a strategic shift, I think, given the climate that we are in today, both with money and yes, it, you know, interest rates globally are going going up, but essentially there's still a, you know, whether the money is more expensive today than it was X months ago or a year ago, the mindset hasn't changed yet. We still believe and still want billion dollar companies and we're still, people are still out raising. Um, they most, you know, those, you know, 
at least the people who are not first-time fund managers will continue to raise. That is their business. That is their job. That's what they do. Um, and they'll always, you know, the mindset is there are people, you know, there, there were funds and stuff before, uh, 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 you know, the VC revolution and, and there'll still be funds after it, right? But I think the changes, as you said, consumer companies or other companies that, like, the consumer behavior and attention has changed and people are acknowledging that and they are now looking for people who can, who have proven um, that they can engage large audiences. Kim Kardashian can engage large audiences. She's been professionally doing that for, I think it's got to be over a decade or something, but right, she's been professionally doing that for a while, right? Um, I guess the mm, parts is, are we going to get another change just as we said there where it's like i'm no longer trying to go to university and drop out which i'm not saying universities for everyone so it's not like i'm harping that to oh why didn't everyone go to university but there's something there's something i respect in it about brands and moving audiences but there is something about what are we moving audiences with um what messages um is it the person who goes on youtube goes on TikTok and forms a following over, you know, something I consider random, but maybe other people don't consider random. Um, and they push out those videos and then they go and start something else, right? Um, Logan Paul and KSI are great examples of that. They are, I mean, KSI, I think, used to just play FIFA um, on, on YouTube, did that a long time. Then he became a rapper, he became a boxer. Um, I'm sure he's got other business ventures consumer business ventures but he can he can draw a market and a certain demographic and a certain age group um same thing with logan paul and jake paul so it's just very interesting where we're going i think um the positive is that the the big money is still looking at somebody who's done it for 10 15 years um as opposed to for two you know two two years or otherwise but um i think we can't deny that that there is a shift yeah the look at a high enough altitude, everything is random, right? Um, it's it's no more random to try and kick a soccer ball into a net and have billions and billions of dollars centered around that than it is to go and do a table tennis podcast, which blows up, or yeah. chess.com, which is now a good example of a business that's now turning over $50 million a year. Okay. Uh, bootstrapped. So, um, I believe. So, you know, this is all random. Right. And so I think all this this social media led consumer business kind of amalgamation has done and the maturation of that complex has uh, democratized a little bit of attention to some extent. Now what's going to happen, I fear, is um, people are learning to game the system so much and just like offline business, there's starting to be these concentrations of power and I, look, I don't know enough about social media algorithms. That's your bag and how it all works and how you know people can game the system. But um, is it going to become? Is it going to shift to? Hey, this is democracy. This is a, a more democratized level of attention, and all it is is your skill, right? Mm -hmm. And whether you can find a niche of followers and champions to build enough of an audience to be able to monetize it. It is that going to become easier or more difficult? as people start to be born in social media and are digital natives and now you've got big money coming behind not just vc money but now pe money coming behind huge huge influences and how is that going to tip the scales and will that make the ability to get attention to social media more or less democratic i still think just to coin that cliche there's riches and niches right and so if i'm interested in southern african 1990s stamps i'm sure i could find at least a couple thousand people that yeah, are as random as me 100 percent, and build something of yeah some value around word it, of mouth right? and carry it to more than that after a while yeah right and and so i think there's still a lot of opportunity for lifestyle businesses which are really good um, and bootstrap businesses to get up to, you know, millions and millions of dollars of revenue, irrespective of who's playing the game, if you're a niche, mm. because we're all pretty random and all our interests seem very obvious to us, but they're not, they're very specific. Yeah. But the ability to compete with, at, at the biggest level, 
I wonder whether that's going to become more or less achievable as big money starts to come to the social media and consumer attention grabbing game mm. as we see these private equity funds start coming in. I, I, I think, and I just think your niche thing that you spoke about is, is top. I'm a big believer, as you know, that in essence, um, it doesn't matter. And Whoop is a great example of that. And they had a great podcast with the Whoop founder on um, Diary of a CEO. Um, but if you if you follow your passions and you learn about your passion and articulate it and communicate it, um, you always do better um, than something that is processedized, systematized, and has had not that process and systems are wrong, but have have you know in the process of trying to get feed the machine and you know fuel a fire to get to a billion has removed the heart from it. Um, the Whoop guy went up against Apple, Nike, um, quite a few guys, right, and made a billion dollar company, right. So um, they'll always be there. It always be opportunities for people who want to take a niche, who want to think about what they like and wants to communicate and build things around things they like. But yeah, as always, if you're somebody who just wants to become a billion dollar company. Um, yeah, I think this is, know. again, it's such it's such an arbitrary number, right? Yeah. Billion dollar company, which people even disagree on the interpretation of. And unfortunately, mm. I think at the early stages of a venture, billion dollar thinking can erode your chances of even getting to a $10 million company. 100%. Right? 100%. Because you're doing things that you think you should be doing to reach exactly. as much of an audience as possible and you just become broad, bland, and not really relevant to, to, to anybody with a very few exceptions. 100%. And so I think leaving aside this billion dollar thinking, if you know that a company has the potential to become very significant and large, Mm -hmm. say a billion dollars in the space that should be enough then you forget about that and just focus on those whatever thousand true fans is that five, um, is it 500 and, and, it and build around build around the niche yeah pick a number yeah. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter as i said yeah no 100% agree with you um you 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 know in the end of the day you're gonna all of these people we're speaking about have moved audiences based on being themselves not by in the wind so keep doing that um you know there are a bit i said macro shifts but on the normal micro stage that we all live on 